the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone is is excited for a new chapter. And what a beautiful podcast. A new leaf. A fresh start. I'm not excited. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> there there goes that. I, yeah, I guess right, we'll try we'll again see in you another... Next, we'll see you next week, everybody. No, I'll tr- I guess we got to wait 90 more episodes. <laughs> this is episode 91, by the way. Oh, yeah, this is episode 91. We forgot to say the episode number last week. Jack. I forgot. Jack. I made a whoopsie. He, he, he let's not, let's put, not put it lightly. He fucked up. Yeah, I, I'm the one that says the chapter title, name, fuck, number, the chapter, the episode number, God. No can, good talk today. Speak? Can you speak today? No. <laughs> you have some, are you having some mouth trubs? Yeah, I, th- my, my mouth went bad, you know? <laughs> my mouth went bad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but as I was saying, it's a new start for us because we've officially run out of non-Jojolian Iraqi stuff to do. So, I can't believe we made it this far. Honestly, can't, can't fucking I, believe it. <laughs> it's wild. There was so much and we did it all. And like I'm, I'm always saying, if we missed anything, because I would not put it past us to have missed something, please let us know. Feel free. Oh, to be yeah. mean. You can be very mean about it if you want. But, you know, you don't have to be. But I, I won't you be could. mad at you if you were. Yeah, send it in. I mean, hell, we did the Winchester thing. Like, we'll do whatever. Yeah, we we'll miss do something, literally we'll do fucking it. whatever if it's a Rocky related and we missed it. But, yeah. instead now, when there's no Jajolian, we're going to do... I think we've mentioned this idea in the show before, but now oh, we're, of like, yeah. we're set in stone here. We're going to pick the first arc or volume depending on how long an arc is we might just see the first volume of mm-hmm. any manga anything yeah anything any, any anything we're gonna go back and forth are each gonna pick something the past gonna... the present the future i'm gonna go into the future and get the first <laughs> chapter of a future manga i'm gonna go see what the one piece guy is gonna do after he finishes one piece and we'll, uh, we'll I go mean, over that the answer is more one piece <laughs> Man, like, what is, we just hit chapter 900, yeah, we just did chapter one, 900 of One Piece, so like. Well, I feel like, you know, ending, it, he might as well just not even end it, like, just do it till he's dead, and then let someone else keep doing it, because like, I don't know, I feel like at this point, ending One Piece would kind of be like, ending Mickey Mouse. Like, if Disney put out a movie that was just like, this is the end of Mickey Mouse, yeah, it's it'd be a weird feeling just since it's been around so long. But I mean, Naruto ended. Hunter Hunter is like one of those things where like it feels like it it ends like a like once a year and it comes back and it's like I I guess. I mean, I guess like, it's kind of like a se- like a season of television then. Like good yeah, it's a season good of TV Hunter shows Hunter, have season finales where it kind of feels like it could end there. But Hunter x Hunter doesn't do that because it'll have a chapter that has enough words to make, like, a novella, and then it'll just stop for six months. And then you pick it back up, it's like, what? 
What happened? Where I, I always remembered uh, Hunter Hunter as like just like another random Shonen Jump manga, and I didn't realize oh it was like some kind of. Well, I'm, I'm talking like back in the day. Oh get, yeah, getting back the in monthly the day magazine sure. and going to Barnes and Noble and looking at the volumes and stuff like that. I used to just think, oh, this is just like another random Jump manga. I didn't know, realize that it was some kind of like avant-garde masterpiece this whole time. <laughs> yeah, like the latest arc that's been going on is, is just incredible for the amount of like planning and intricacies of the plot. Like, like you, you could just make a book out of this and it'd be riveting. But, but it has yeah. this like, little kid with spiky hair. Like, <laughs> oh, Gon hasn't been in it for like three years. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fuck, it's dude? wild. What the I, fuck? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, we, I'll, I'll like definitely praise the cojones on the writer for getting rid of the face of the face of the series for that long. Oh yeah, Toga, uh, Togashi, like God. Dragon Batman. Ball couldn't get rid of Goku for more than like five episodes at a time. <laughs> yeah, Togashi ha- is like he's because he's like the like he has a weird contract with Shonen Jump. He can just like draw or write whatever whenever and it's fine that's um, bizarre even like the most like top ranked manga art- artists don't get that kind of leeway yeah because the thing was uh when shonen jump was doing real 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 bad uh he made a little thing called yu yu Hakusho. oh oh okay that makes a little more sense yep and that brought uh shonen jump like Past, past the brink, like out of the brink. Oh, so he was just in the right that, place at the right time with the right talent, and now he's just like set for life. Well, he's also in like indescribable back pain, apparently. So, like, you, you take the good, you take the bad. And now you have some more JoJo. Exactly. Chapter 68. Welcome, head to Venezia. We're finally <laughs> off the train, officially. Baby off face the train. is dead. The tra- the train is gone. Yes, the train is gone. And now, for the first time in this whole arc, the boys see what... Well, not the first time in this whole arc. The first time since Giorno came face-to-face with Babyface, the boys no- are noticing that there's a motorcycle on fire about 20 feet away from them. <laughs> yeah, this, this is like the thing in part four where like Jotaro and all of them are like around the corner mm. and Hayato and Kira are, are just like... Well, Hayato's just dying on the yeah, ground. They they were right there, but then it's like, hey, hey, idiots, turn around! And the anime tried to, like, uh, uh, cover up. It's like, oh, it's raining. They can't hear it. It's oh, like, right. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice, nice right. try, guys. Good, good Set, try. Setting the scene, uh, all the boys except Jorno <laughs> uh, <laughs> see this motorcycle on fire. Whoa, look over there, guys! What the hell is that? I'm on fire. Burning. I'm burning. That's gross. Yeah, baby faces in cubes, burning apart. Um, We zoom in into the room inside the turtle. And we see a chair morphing back into Trish. (laughs) This sure is a cool visual here. This is really neat. I forgot that Bruno was a coffee table. Because um, Babyface rearranged both of these, uh, both of the party into furniture. So Giorno couldn't find them, but they were still alive. Now that Babyface is dead, they're unmorphing. 
Do you think morph was ever really a word that people used before the Power Rangers happened? I mean, Because morph... I always think about it, and it sounds like a fake word. I know it's actually a real word, but it sounds like bullshit. It sounds like some Power Rangers bullshit now. Like, it doesn't feel like it could be used in a regular sentence. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm seeing how far back the etymology of that goes, and goes back to Greece, Greek. Because it's, it's a back shortening of morpheme, which is like a, a, a word word, like a language word. Yeah. So that's neat. It's a regression of an actual word. Cool. Yeah, that's fascinating. And not the not mighty morphin. <laughs> no, not mighty morpheme. <laughs> mighty, mighty morphine. That's the how small... they survived getting their asses kicked all the time. They were just... <laughs> Burn out of their fucking minds on morphine. They all thought they were fighting witches in spandex costumes, but they were just a bunch of burnout teens. <laughs> morphine. Check my fan theories on my Tumblr account. Oh, Power Rangers no. were just high on morphine. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. All right. Let's finish this out strong with this. I, I keep forgetting his name. Malone. Malone. He, he's gone. I've lost contact. He was set on fire. No. Impossible. Burning. This can't be happening. Burning. Burning. Oh, sick drift. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who's this man? Yeah, drifting in onto the scene in a gold convertible. It's probably an Alfa Romeo. I don't know. Um, oh, shit. It's our boy. <laughs> it's our boy. Um... As the motorcycle burns, <laughs> the people whose cars uh, Giorno destroyed and turned into frogs come out of this restaurant. Where, where's my car? My car's gone. Mine is too. Someone stole it. Should I uh, voice this man? Yes, please. Okay. I've got to find them. Come hell or high water. That phrase, hell or high water, I get the high water part. I totally get it, because maybe a flood could happen or something. But what the fuck does the come hell part mean? Who thinks hell can just move around? What a stupid fucking phrase. It seriously pisses me off. You think hell's just gonna grow arms and legs and crawl out of the ground, huh? Fuck no, you dumb shit. Hell stays right underground where it belongs. You can... motherfucker, you stupid-ass motherfucker. That, tell me, how's hell supposed to come all the way out of here, huh, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I keep thinking I back trying... to the uh, the old translations and how none of this made any sense. Yep, that's what you want to know, like, how great of a bad guy this guy is. Just, like, these, like, you lose all of these character moments with the bad translations and... That's why I've always told people, like, hey, if you didn't like part five, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. Did you think that Giorno was a wooden protagonist? Well, that's why. <laughs> yep, that's why. Did you think everybody was sucked and were bad? That's why. Mm-hmm. No flavor. All right. Hey, Malone, are you there? I don't see Bucalati anywhere around. He's long gone. Hello? Honk. Honk. Do you you there, Malone? Hello? Uh, Hello? Do you hear me, Malone? It looks like they hotwired a car and they burned your bike, too. You want to explain yourself? Honk. Malone, come on! <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, I'm, I'm right here, but we haven't failed just yet. 
You just barely miss them. They're still close. My baby face is equipped with long-ranged auto-tracking. Hey, Maloney, what does that mean? I haven't read the textbook yet. I missed the memo. <laughs> I didn't get that lecture. I missed the pop quiz. The professor is really mad at me. And I still got Bugalati's blood. I can make as many baby faces as we need. That's what I wanted to hear, Maloney. Vile sounds, vile sounds. I'll find an even better mother. And this time, I'm armed with new info on the new guy. I'll take him out first. You know what? All right. So, Babyface breaks every stand rule. Every single mm-hmm. fucking er- Every one. Every one. Maloney should be dead. But no, he can just grow a new stand. If this guy yeah. wasn't totally incompetent, he's more powerful than, like, fucking... Arguably more powerful than all the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, if Jorno literally like couldn't turn, didn't have like like actual hacks powers, like yeah, Babyface would be ultra powerful. But Jorno can turn a motorcycle into a bug, so it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's definitely bizarre. <laughs> what was that? Sounded like a snake. What's a snake? To- What's a snake doing here in the Stazione di Roma Termini? I think I pronounced that right. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounded good. Yeah. Good job. Oh, it's a snake. Uh, it's what's what's the one that's not a corn snake? What's the, coral oh, snake? Fuck if I know, dude. I don't know who my snakes. Oh well, there's the corn snake, and then there's the one that looks like a corn snake but will actually kill you, and that's what this is. Or yep. fuck, I don't know snakes. Whatever. <laughs> Does he know? Does he know snakes? Does he not know snakes? I don't know. There's two snakes that look alike, and one's bad and one's good. This is the bad one. This is the bad snake. Ah! Ah! It's a! It's it's burning. Could it be? You there, Maloney? I'm not sure what they did, but I don't think they've stolen just one car. There's at least a dozen missing. If we can't pick up on their trail here, it'll find some time to find which car we gotta chase. You better not let that happen, Maloney. It's the new member's ability! He transformed the, he transformed the corpse by a baby face! Ah! <laughs> I like how... Alright, so Babyface's corpse was turned into a snake and it's killing Maloney. Um, the, it, it can spit acid, that's not how Venom works. Whatever. Um, Maloney's dead. He drops the vial with Bruno's blood. Everything is ruined. <laughs> Everything is ruined. Hey, hey Maloney, you still listening? Hey, are you there? Mal- Maloney, I'm counting on you, man. The snake dissolves back into baby face cubes. Like, come I know Maloney had to die somehow, but, like, come on. Come I mean, on. He wrote himself into a corner there. Like, if he could just grow another baby face, then they would have done essentially... That whole last arc would have been essentially pointless. Yeah, so he just, like, ah, uh, makes poisonous snake. Got him. Cool. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> we see the gang, uh, well... Giorno, Fugo, and Mista in this car. Mista looking out the back window, gun at the ready. Fugo clutching the turtle. Giorno is driving. This is such he a fucking. This is such a strong squad pick, though. <laughs> this is a nice <laughs> album cover for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> like literally, you just replaced the 
whatever the onomatopoeia is here with a with a band name. Like it'd be it, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just a big dawn. Um, been this way the whole time. Fugo, Jorno, you noticed that? Yes, it has. It's been like this for the entire ride. You're right. Nobody's nobody's been on our trail this whole time. We've already been on this road for four to five hours. Then maybe, just maybe, we really managed to shake them off. We'll be in Venezia in just an hour or two. Back in the turtle with uh, Abaccio, Narancia, Trish, and Bruno. <laughs> we got turtle team and car team. <laughs> this might be sudden, but can you come over to this dining chair, Abaccio? We got another email from the boss. Me? Are you all well? Thank you for escorting my daughter. Here are your final orders. Rewind Abaccio's moody blues to ten hours ago, next to the dining chair. Over. You mean my moody blues? Not sure exactly what he means, but it's an order. Get rewinding. What do you mean you're not sure what it means? He gave you, like, a very specific thing to do. <laughs> Are they all illiterate? <laughs> I, mm, you know what? Did they skip phonics? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Naranch is illiterate. Let's be honest here. <laughs> right. You want 10 hours ago, right? Whoop, 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 whoop. Whoa. Oh, okay. Oh, Moody Blues is uh, the guy who was with Trish. He dropped, dropped her off with the boys. That's this guy. Click, 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 click. It's transformed. Looked like someone was here ten hours ago. Let's see, what's his name again? That's Pericolo, one of the officers. He was the one who first handed Trish off to us. Oh, right! At the restroom is on Capri Island! Then an then that at least tells us how he was the one who left the turtle for us at the station. Listen up. He started talking. Who I shall I shall now deliver your final orders. This is a precaution. On the off chance that someone's reading our emails, what will you be doing at Venezia is the most crucial part of your mission. We must not allow anyone else to know, because it will tell you how to transfer Trish to the boss. How to... Transfer? Here it is. Once Triss has safely not arrived in Venezia, find this sculpture and obtain the Oa disc inside. The location of the transfer will be written on the disc. Is that a real thing? I don't no. know. I, I only pronounce it Oa because that's how the, the, the planet where the little blue people from Green Lantern live is called Oa. That's, that's I mean, that's as right as anything. Let's be honest yeah. with ourselves. No, that's a completely <laughs> fake thing. Okay. Uh, continue. Um, what? Yeah. What the? He's burning it. He's not leaving any evidence behind. Anyone know where the sculpture is? Calm down. Pause it, Abaccio. This is the entrance to Venezia. That's the Venezia Santa Lucia station. That's where we'll find the statue. That is all. You must obtain the disc. The enemy has already discovered me. How can Trish meet the boss in safety? That is the most crucial part. You must give it the absolute highest priority. This marks the end of my mission. I pray for your safety. I owe the boss for the fruitful and fulfilling life I've led. I mustn't leave any evidence. My men know nothing. They will be the ones to clean up my mess. Pulls out a gun. Shoots himself. 
hot damn. <laughs> yep. Loyalty to the boss is absolute. If only he knew what a fuckboy the boss really was. We haven't got there yet. <laughs> there, no spoilers. Um, he shoots himself out of the turtle. Uh, and now it's Moody Blues again. Paracolo. Duh. Oh, oh, ah, oh. Everyone's got a reaction face. To Venezia. To be continued. Right now. Next up is the next chapter. Chapter 69. Nice. Stazione di Venezia. Santa Lucia. <laughs> Get the OA disc. <laughs> oh, I like this oh cover. it's it's a Mister chapter. It's the Mister chapter. Oh shit! Okay. All right. <clears throat> Ever since his youth, Guido Mista followed a philosophy of living a simple life. He enjoyed his sleep, and in the mornings, he would enjoy gazing at tree branches or passing clouds. He enjoyed the taste of wines and cheeses. And when he saw a pretty girl on the street, he'd call out to her, even if she rejected him. If his allowance ran short, he'd stand in front of the theater and beat up anyone who talked trash about Clint Eastwood and then take their money. God, that's fantastic. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're just standing on the street somewhere and you and your bros are just talking mad shit about Clint Eastwood and this guy comes out of nowhere and kicks your fucking ass. And you're like, hey buddy, why don't you just kick my fucking ass? He's like, don't talk shit about Clint Eastwood in my town, motherfucker. Walks off. Oh, love it. And, although sometimes he lost his fights and spent his nights at the police station, Mista was content with the way he lived. His simplicity was sometimes taken for idiocy, but Mista preferred not to think about such complicated matters, since that invited fear into his heart. But one day, Mista would learn that everyone has their own fate, and that although people sometimes came to a temporary standstill or detour in their youth, fate would lead them down their destined path. It was when Guido Mista was 17 years old, he was walking alone at night, when he came across a man beating up a woman. This was no minor spat. The woman was half-naked, with blood coming from her nose and mouth. Even though Mista gave this momentary encounter little thought, his simple nature pushed his body to move on its own. He tore the man out of the car, then rammed his knee against the man's stomach so hard it nearly knocked him out. But, as the enraged expression on his face proved, this man was no different than any other street thug. Two of his fellow thugs were in the car, and as common amongst their kind, this man's sense of pride could not bear such public humiliation. Or perhaps it is simply because such lowly men have such an, have an inclination to such irrational conduct. At any rate, Mista's actions only served to further their indignation. The thug kept a revolver at his waist, and so, vomiting all the while, he drew his pistol without a single hint of hesitation. Can, can you imagine, like... Someone pulling out a gun to shoot someone, but just vomiting continuously. <laughs> I, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very funny image. He pointed it at, pointed it as Mista, and pulled the trigger twice. But a gun is never guaranteed to strike true, even at such a close range. If one is in a state of disarray, they might pull the trigger without properly aiming at their target. Only a man with proper mental composure can hit their mark. Both bullets flew under Mista's armpit and vanished into the darkness behind it. And Mista's sudden approach only amplified the thug's panic as well as the trembling of his arm. Three shots, four shots, five shots, six shots. The thug shot at Mista again and again. Yet incredibly, all of his bullets merely struck the wall or flew off into the shadowy distance. 
This is a fantastic panel. The thug, like, just all of his bullets and Mista, like, advancing with the smirk on his face. With this, like, mm. cheesy, like, 60s comic book background. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Oh, and we need to describe what Mista looks like pre-melon hat. Um, he still has a melon hat, but it, now it's a knit cap. And he's just wearing baggy pants and a shirt. And, he's, <laughs> and the just the image he gives off is so different. It's... Yeah. I love it. He's a lot more serious here. He's not nearly it, as much of a goofball. No, not yet. I think I think a lot of that has to do with sex pistols, though. No sex pistols yet. He just has. Yeah, no sex gun. pistols. No like six friends to joke with. Yeah. <laughs> Although his two accomplices drew their own guns, and what could be described as nothing short of a miracle, none of their shots managed to hit Mista. At that moment, even Mr. himself was surprised by his calm concentration. And then, Mr. wrestled the empty gun from the thug's hand, as well as ammo to go with it. Standing calmly amidst the hail of bullets, he reloaded the empty chambers of the revolver. And with all the care and precision of a nurse injecting into a vein, he pulled the trigger four times, striking all three men directly in their faces. Sure did. Wow. Yep. Oh. When Mista was arrested, he was told that he would be sentenced to anywhere between 15 to 30 years in prison. It was only to Mista that this sentence seemed incomprehensible. He had only barely escaped with his life. How could self-defense be considered a crime? However, nobody could believe that he stole and reloaded a gun while under fire. <laughs> I mean, fair, I think. I, I think guess. that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, if someone wanted to tell me, it's like, yeah, I just, I just reloaded a gun while being shot at, and then shot all three of the people shooting at me. Hey, I could do that in Call of Duty all the time, man. Oh yeah, you get the swap going. Mm, oh great. yeah, oh yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> no such man existed in this world, and the fact that he reloaded became proof of his criminal intent. They never located the woman he had rescued. Although Mista always had an optimistic outlook on life, he clutched his head in his own hands for the first time in his life. Thirty of his golden years, gone in a flash. Though this incident was one that would soon fade from public consciousness, it came to the attention of just a single man. His eyes lit up with every mention of such incidents in Naples. This was self-defense, there's no doubt about it, and this means he has incredible gunmanship and mental fortitude. But, should I report this to... Should I report this Mista to Pulpo? No, that's not the issue. This man won't last two years in prison. And even if he does, it's nearly a given that he'll end up killing some prison thug or... Real? Or a gay man? Really? What the fuck? What? Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. why? Why that... would he Why would he write that? <laughs> Did he write this or was this like translate... Oh, man. Ugh. I don't think the translators would just change that just because. No, that's that's a very that's like a, it's like an. I was about to say eel in the pickle jar, but that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I was thinking about eels. Mm. Anyway, this is, this is Bruno, by the way. Only the mob can overturn his verdict, though he will face the trial of the arrow. This this is his destined path. And so, in exchange for a verdict of innocence, Mr. Took and passed the entrance exam. Cut back to car team. Ugh. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of exposition in five, five pages. <clears throat> 
There's still no change. Jorno. I still don't see anyone behind. Yes, and the city ahead is still fast asleep. We only have hmm. the we have we are the only car on the road. Hmm. The window starts to fog up and Mr. just swipes it away so we can see. Uh go ahead and read this. I who's talking? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to read it in a generic voice because I have no fucking idea. <laughs> put, put an Italian lilt into it. All right. There is only one road from the mainland into the Misty Fortress and the sea known as the city of Venezia. And that's the Ponte della Libertà, stretching 3.5 kilometers across the shallows. A railroad runs parallel to the left of this bridge and the station is right after the crossing. In other words, the entrance to Vene Venezia is as far as we can go by car. The statue with the disc is in the plaza in front of the station. All right. It, I mean, that, that be, that's a pretty cool, like, for a town. It's probably really annoying to get in and out of, but it's neat. Um, dang, the window's really fogging up. I can hardly see Venezia through this crap. Screech! Whoa! Ow! Oops. Oof. Hey, what's the big idea? Sorry, I, I, I lost control of the wheel, and the tires slipped a little. Dude, the bridge is perfectly straight. How the hell did you get your license? I didn't. I'm 15 years old, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting. It's like, wait, isn't Jordan 15? But you are right about the frog. In the mornings, there is a considerable difference in humidity inside and outside the car. Should I open a window? Huh? What's that? What's that on the window? Huh? Hmm. What's that thing stuck to the window? What could it be? It wasn't there before. When did it get there? Let me zoom in on it. It's... Oh! It's a finger! <laughs> what the... the hell is that shape? It's... it's just stuck there. That shape kind of reminds me of, uh... Of a finger. Huh? G what? And Mr. turns his hand and sees that he is missing a finger. Oh, God! It is actually his finger ripped off and stuck to the window via frostbite, I guess? I guess. If, if it is, then whose finger is it? I, I, I think we have to open the window. The fog is only getting thicker. Dude, somebody's smoking fat L's, dude. <laughs> yeah, the, everyone <laughs> outside the car smoking fat L's, and it's <laughs> it's wafting in through the uh, the crack in the window. What? The the wind? Splat! Through the crack comes the picture of the statue at Venezia. Uh, sure. Oh. Sure right. took us a while. I thought we lost you after we stole those ten-plus cars. But some of us were going after Pericolo, and they at least managed to figure out why you were heading to Venezia. The old man offed himself, but it wasn't so hard to run some computer analysis on the ashes next to his corpse. It took a while. You're going to Venezia, aren't you? That's not how... Computer... Mm. <laughs> 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 Computer analysis, go fuck yourself. CSI logic. <laughs> CSI Venezia. Yeah. Great. The enemy, he's on the roof, and we didn't even notice. Hmm. Where's that turtle? There's no turtle in the car, is there? Where's the turtle Trish is hiding in? 
What are you doing, mister? Shoot him off the roof! One problem with that. You won't believe how fast this car's icing over. It's so fast you can't even feel the cold. My finger got stuck to the window and snapped off so fast I didn't even realize it. Mister says as his face is, uh, frozen to the window. So the problem is, if I don't get my face off the window soon, then my brain's gonna freeze too, so even if I gotta tear off my face... Oh, uh, this, is, this is the guy. God, God damn. <laughs> yeah, this speech bubble next to this finger. Yeah. Why don't you have the turtle? Did you guys split up? In that case, then that must mean you got a mission, a mission to pick up something real important. And it's in the photo! Let me guess, you're looking for something at the station in Venezia. Drip, drip, drip. My fingers finally started bleeding. Oh, and now we have set ourselves in the perfect place to do White Album. Do you want to oh, you want to start yeah. you want to start that you want to do first chapter now? And yeah, let's do let's let's do one chapter. Let's get our uh, let's get ourselves weaned into this new one because this is a good one, boy. Let me tell this, you, this what. is the the start of the home the excellent home stretch. Well, of... the home stretch meaning the next eighty chapters, but I mean seventy. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, white. At out any here. rate, part if, one. If Trish ain't here, then that means you're looking for something. And although I don't know what that something might be, I can't afford to leave without it either. Because Trish is probably hiding somewhere along this bridge, and this something is so precious to you, you had to take the precaution of splitting up. If I go to the place in the photo and dig around, what do you think I'll find? Well, that could wait until I kill you both. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Mrs. Face is still frozen to the to the uh, window. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, this is so cool. White album part one. Full page spread of Mista unloading his gun into the roof with uh, sex pistols riding the bullets. Excellent. This is so cool. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and we Go see our friend right from into the convertible Mr. White before. Album's face. Yeah, they all just go right into his face. Um, unfortunately, he is covered in a thick layer of ice and all the bullets get stopped. And Sex Pistols are not happy about it. You know Paris, the capital of France? In English, they say it's like Paris. But the rest of the world says Paris, like the French do. So how come everybody calls Venezia by its English name, Venice? There's the Merchant of Venice and Death in Venice. Why can't they call it Death in Venezia? Aren't you happy with that? Is this your idea of a fucking joke? It's Italian, you goddamn bastards. Speak fucking Italian. Fuck, that pisses me off. He's covered in... Oh, this is... I gotta do it. <laughs> oh, man. So this entire time, this man is just screaming. I'm so glad I know what he's actually saying right now, because yeah. this monologue right here was one of the most confusing, like, pieces of dialogue before this was retranslated. You stupid motherfuckers! <laughs> he, he's covered in ice and sticking to the roof. The bullets can't make it through all that ice. Shit, the ice is spreading onto us too. Get back! Ah, get me out of here! Number Number two! No, stop! Number two, number three! 
at the number two and number three are now stuck in the ice too. Oh, <laughs> God. Mist is still... Oh, no. Uh, Mist is still stuck to the window, and now there's cold air coming through the holes he shot in. Mister! Ah, I, I blinked just once, and now my eyes stuck. Click, 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 clack. What is... What is coming out of it? What? Are these supposed to be bullets? Those are not bullets. What? The, these purple cylinders. I guess what? those are supposed to be the bullets, man. <laughs> that is not... Oh God, Rocky needs to look at a bullet. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Blinked, and now his eyes frozen shut. And his uh, revolver is unloaded, and Giorno is now being covered in ice as well. Uh, you ever see the day after tomorrow? That is what this is, a hundred percent. This this was all part of this plan. That's why he's on the roof. The car's moving at eighty kilometers an hour, and that's equal to twenty miles per second wind. Uh, thanks for the conversion, Jorno. Man, he's real smart for a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> he went to school. That is one degree centigrade of wind chill for every one mile per, one mile per second of wind speed. I, I think it's meter per second. Meter but... per second. Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna die. Oh, yeah. So we've instantly lost twenty degrees through those bullet holes. Let's stop the car. Hit the goddamn brakes. Yes, I've been trying. However. The brake pedal has been iced over. I can't press it down, and the steering wheel is starting to lock up too. Oh no. <laughs> uh I think that's still Jorno here, yeah. Even even the blood from my fingers has frozen over. Oh oh sorry, sorry. No wait, is that the right order? This this no, page it's, this Yeah, right to left, top to bottom. Right. The car can keep moving as long as the engine is burning fuel, but if the brushing the window is enough to freeze your finger over, then your the car must be at about minus one hundred Celsius. And it's how happening so fast. This is the enemy's ability. Negative a hundred Celsius, yeah, like, is, like, wild. Yeah, that's not real. That like, <laughs> like it's a it's a real temperature. Yeah, but, but like, is there a place on Earth that is minus a hundred Celsius? I. That's uh, a fun thing. Coldest place on Earth. Um. The coldest it has ever been on Earth is negative 92 Celsius. Mm. <laughs> there you it. go. <laughs> um, but it's negative 100 degrees because of stand magic. Mm-hmm. Even the blood from my fingers has frozen over. <laughs> you see these blood stalactites coming out of Mista's hand. Oh, what? <laughs> the moisture in my breath froze my nostrils shut. Whoa, whoa. Uh, he's able to open his eyes, though. Now my finger and nose. Oh, oh, shit, even my lips. Cole doesn't even begin to describe this bullshit. If we don't stop him, we're going to suffocate. Stop the car, Jordan. I'll just stop the car. Can't you turn it into a frog or something? Just make it stop. I, I love... <laughs> it would have been great if Jordan just looks at him and is like, not I can't turn everything into a frog. Like, <laughs> why is there always frogs with you? Maybe people? I want to turn into something else. You ever yeah. think about that, Mister? Yeah. I literally can turn anything into anything. Hey, Guido, you ever have any bright ideas? Oh wait, never. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I have been trying to do that as well, but no organism can arise at minus 100 Celsius. My gold experience requires heat. Eh, alright, fair. Yeah, fair That's enough, fine. I guess. Yeah. Sorry to let you down, but all I could do is pick up your ammo. Whoa, looks like you're losing control of your car. And more, and one more thing, Guido Mista. You can't shoot at me anymore either. I'm pretty sure you realize now that opening any more holes in the roof only gives you greater exposure to my cryogenic cold. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> huh? You're right on one count. I was hoping Jordo could stop this car, but that ain't happening. What about if I shoot these bullets off, they'll warm up. Jordo got me these bullets, and if I fire them, they'll gain heat. And now, I'll say this one for Jorno. Gold experience! Uh, mm, oh, mmm, ah, okay, so, Jorno touched what? the, <laughs> Jorno touched the bullets that he gave to Mista, Sh Mista shot them, gave them heat, and now they can transform into trees. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he shot them where uh, Iceman is anchored to the car with ice so that the roots broke apart and now the car can just drive and the guy was thrown off. There we goes. We got him off the roof. Roots have enough roots have enough life energy in them to break asphalt and crack stone. Hands on the wheel, Jorno. We're warming up just as fast as he froze us over. Crinkle, tinkle, crinkle, tinkle, crinkle, tinkle. As uh, Iceman tumbles on the ground and <laughs> turns into a speed skater. <laughs> I Alright, so let's talk about White Album here. It, has there ever been a stand yet that's basically just been like an exoskeleton? Or like a suit of power armor, essentially? Like, uh, no, and I don't think there's been a stand yet that's just been like... A, yeah, like a covering. Like... yeah. Like well, it's like he's wearing like a superhero costume, basically. Yeah, yeah. That gives him much. ice powers. It's it's really neat. <laughs> yeah, it's inventive for uh, like for right now. Um, but yeah, he has like power armor, uh, speed skating setup. He's got like this full face mask. It's it's real neat. Ugh, son of a, is that how we got on our car? And he's wrapped his stand around his body. Yo, I've never even seen something like that before. There, there we go. There we go. He's coming after us. Is that the ability of Giorno Giovanna, the new stand user that Malone mentioned? Either way, you won't escape. The object at the station is coming home with me. Giaccio. Giacco. Giacchio. I'll figure that one out. <laughs> gotcho. 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 <laughs> there we go. Alright, so next week we will continue with White Album, now that we finally got to it. But for now, we are starting our first uh, book club reading, I guess? I, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll call it that. So, we're... It, it's Devilman. <laughs> yeah, alright, so y'all probably saw Devilman Crybaby, right? Well, this is that is a direct modernized adaptation of this very, very... Very old manga. <laughs> yes, uh, Devil Man was written, drawn by Go Nagai in 1972, and is the second uh, like series manga he did uh, for Shonen Jump. So keep in mind, like when you read along with us, 
This came out over 40 years ago in Shonen Jump. <laughs> like, yeah. I think if I was a kid and I re- like this, I read this, I I wouldn't have known whether to shit or go blind. I mean, like, that'll jumpstart this. This will jumpstart your uh, your your adolescence real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, it'll make you grow hair on your eyeballs. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited to take a look at this manga because I'm pretty fascinated by how old it is while also having a really interesting storyline. So. We'll see how yeah. that goes. We're going to read the first volume all the way through. So that will yeah. be 253 pages. Yep, 253 pages of whatever the fuck is going to happen here. Yeah, it's like half of a bow. <laughs> yeah. So right. this is a five-volume manga. It's pretty long. So the, I guess the idea is we're going to read the first volume, and then you guys should go check out the rest of it sometime. Yeah. I guess that's the idea. Turn yeah, you on to some idea. new things, you know? Yeah, we're going to... We're gonna, Take old stuff, new stuff, stuff you might have heard of, stuff you might not have heard of, and just like let let you know what's what with it. We'll do our do our patented read along method, um, and we we are definitely buying the uh, the Devil Man Classic Collection yes, by Seven Seas when it comes out in May. It was supposed to come out um, at least close to the release of Devil Man Cry Baby in uh, January. But net, apparently, I was listening to uh, Seven Seas on a podcast, and they said Netflix kind of just surprised them with it because they said spring twenty eighteen, and it came out in like the first week of January. Oh <laughs> so. yeah, but I have that shit pre ordered. I think that's gonna be a hardcover, kind of like those new editions oh. of Battle Angel Attila or Alita. Sorry, yeah, that Alita came out. and I, the new uh, Dragons Half Omnibus they did. Like, oh, that did Seven Seas also do the Battle Angel release? Um, oh god, I I think I think so. I think point so. being as I saw those on a shelf on the shelf at Barnes and Noble, and they're really fucking nice. So if this book is like that, it's gonna be really really cool. So I can't wait to own that. So if you like what you read here, by all means, read the rest of the scans, but definitely pre-order that book on Amazon because that's gonna be one you want on your shelf. Yeah, that's gonna, that's be gonna a, look beautiful. And you it's want some classic story. shit if you want right. some of that good good. But anyway. Okay. Yeah, Volume let's fit one, in some. Chapter one, the great war of the gods. And in case if you aren't already aware, the shit gets biblical from the first fucking page. So oh, it's super biblical. Yeah. Um, so not much. If you to like read. your Old Testament. Yeah, not much to read in the first chapter. You just like look along, um, but like the art already off the bat is gorgeous. Like uh, the coloring here is amazing. It almost looks like watercolors. Yeah, it's uh, like prehistory Earth. We've got dinosaurs. Uh, we've got like fauna, flora, and we've also got uh, hermaphroditic angels. So, okay, so one thing to point out is in the anime adaptation, they don't show you that what the angels look like because I guess it's like kind of a spoiler in a way, but not really. But I mean, yeah, drawing, a little bit. Drawing angels as hermaphrodites is another one of those like really Old Testament things where yeah, they yeah, embody, but... you know, man and women were made in God's image, so the angels are both at the same time. That's kind of the idea. So it's not, like, bullshit just for the sake of having titties and a dick on the angel. <laughs> no, but at, at the same time, it's like 1970s, like, this is transgressive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very transgressive because, you know. So here's a whole bunch of these angels, and they're yeah, all happy and, and very naked. And then... Uh, evil energy splurts out of the earth and turns into infinite monsters. 
the demons. <laughs> oh God! All right, and another thing to point out right here in this page where the the goop is coming out of the ground is you mm-hmm. can look at the angels and this. If this is your first Go Nagai experience, then what? In, in meet the Go Nagai face. That... Yeah, that's the Go Nagai <laughs> face for sure. Just the screaming, worried eyes. Yeah, wow. you're gonna notice that most of his characters all have this face. It's kind of charming in yeah, its own way. It's... Yeah, he has his art style, and it's very good. He also can draw, like, horrifying... De- like, look at this thing on uh, page 12. Like, what is this? I this is... God, fuck if I don't know. This Some of the nightmare. demons that show up in this series are kind of goofy, but then there's other ones, like this one, Some that are just these, are like, just... gross Oof. body horror... Like, looks like it comes out of the fucking thing, man. Like, this yeah. is grotesque. And, and they're hunting down the angels the these demons like splurt out of the ground chasing down the angels eating the angels oh man like just grotesque like you see it all happen like this angel gets pierced by a tail and is coughing up blood this one gets eaten by a tentacle monster that's also a flower uh Mm. this one Mm. gets shot with lasers i guess yep sure does and then all of these angels start to band together to form one super angel uh, that then like takes on all the demons like the, the no text in any of this this is just like yeah i mean according artwork. to the devil man wiki because i looked this up that's supposed to be god mm-hmm. yeah that's that's going to guy's drawing of god oh okay interesting mm-hmm. um but yeah because god... they never show you any of this in in crybaby they keep it a lot no. more uh they keep it a lot more ambiguous all the all like the real hardcore biblical shit like this they they kind of use it as more of a framing device than anything. Yeah, uh, they stick to like the uh, interpretation of angels as like an incomprehensible, unknowing like force. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so God blows up all the demons, um, and then this giant super demon comes rushing at God, um, and they both kind of like like g- fight. And then we dive in deep to the demon mass, and we see Satan, the like the uh, the Lucifer interpretation of Satan with the eight wings, um, many wings shining, fallen star. You, you know the bit. Yeah. So in case you don't know your Bible, Lucifer was an angel. God mm. got very upset with him, so he became a fallen angel. So cast he's... down into earth. Yep, so he still looks like an angel. I, I know most of the, like, the post-Renaissance depictions, like the like the Dante version of Lucifer is, like, kind of like the horn dude, like the more famous one. But yeah. in the Old Testament, this is what he's described, like, all angels. He just looks like an angel. I, yeah. I think that sort of stuff is neat. Oh, yeah, and uh, Shin Megami Tensei does good with this because it shows both versions. Yeah. You have like, the fallen angel, Lucifer, and then you have, like like satan satan well yeah i guess like satan yeah like well beelzebub is also a whole different thing you know that's more of like the demon looking one yeah the lord of the flies kind of thing yeah so there's lots of different interpretations but it's cool that gonagai stuck to the more old testament shit here because you don't really see it too much yeah you get off on the right foot and now 1980x somewhere in the himalayan mountains all right look at these fucking mountains man god damn Less is more. Like, they... Mm. Uh, we've got some humans uh, going into an ice cave. Um, 
one dude just screams, what on earth? And we see a frozen wall of demons uh, as he shines his flashlight on them that suddenly explodes out and chases after after the people. Oh, these um, guys are done for. These guys <laughs> are done for. Hurry, run for it. Um, and this guy and this lady try to outrun the demons uh, as they see... Uh, oh, is this is this Amon? I think it's supposed yeah. to be Amon. Yeah. That's supposed they, to be. Yeah, they see this one giant demon head erupting out of the ground, like sharp teeth, big hair, love it. And that's... Uh, Okay, that's, that's the end of chapter one. That's a real moody way to start this shit out. But now you turn the page and oh, here's some going to guy people. Hello. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll do Akira. You do Rio and uh, Miki. Okay. All right. So <laughs> our hero, Akira Fudo, standing outside of school waiting for his friend Miki, whose house he lives at. Akira. Hey. Sorry, you must have been waiting a long time, right? Oh, it's okay. I was reading a book in the library, so it wasn't so bad. You should join some sort of club, you know. Sports are good. Haha. <laughs> no, I don't think I go well with sports. Is that so? I thought you were fairly athletic. Well, putting that aside, I think personality-wise, I'm not the type. I love I, I love this this like Meeky really- face. Not even just the face, just this really awkward way this page is supposed to be introducing us to Akira. It's like, here's all his personality traits lined out in speech bubbles. <laughs> I don't especially like sports or anything. <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing like that? Fudo Akira is so proper, huh? Hmm. <laughs> I've heard all about it. You were a real crybaby in elementary school. <laughs> They called you the fire alarm of Higashi Elementary. When the other kids made you cry during break, you would still go to class still. Crying, huh? Who who told you that? <laughs> My dad. My dad was a friendly good friend of you, a fairly good friend of your dad, so he knows a bunch of stuff. He also said that you used to go to school the long way so you could avoid the neighbor's dog. And there's Ah, uh, that's enough. Cut me some slack, Miki. Miki walks off, continuing to laugh. And now we've got the goon squad coming in. Right. Oh, is this, like, mean Jotaro? <laughs> this is absolutely mean Jotaro. He's even got the hair thing on the hat! Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you pervert. <laughs> Don't make us so jealous. Holding hands and going on a date, are you? Real cozy looking. While you're at it, why don't you have a kissy kiss? Hmm. Miki, let's just ignore them. Don't don't pay them any attention. But let let's go. Wow, his hands are on her back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you two are really a pair. <laughs> I love. All right, so that there's three of these guys now, and one of them is just on his friend. <laughs> I, hey, what's wrong? I guess these are supposed to be those rapper guys in Crybaby. I guess that's this is the parallel. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I, I like the rapper guys way more. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are just weird old cartoon characters. Yeah. Hey, why don't you do a love scene for us here? Kissy kiss, kissy kiss. Akira, aren't you going to say anything? N- nah, it's best to just ignore them. We'll, get, we'll just get in trouble we don't need. I see. You truly are the fire alarm of Higashi Elementary. Owned. 
Like, yep, absolutely fucking totally. wrecked. You pussy ass bitch. Akira is so wrecked he fades out into grayscale. <laughs> <laughs> hey kid, it's all it's late already, so you better get home before your mom scolds you. Don't stop at a hotel or nothing. You jerks! Miki! Shut up, you scum! What? Dressed all badass. Don't give me that shit, you assholes. You guys are the worst. You deserve. You don't deserve to live. Drop dead. M- Miki, let's go. Die, you shits. <laughs> Miki, Miki, like fades out of m- manga Devil Man real quick, but she's a bright burning star for the time she's here. Uh huh. Hey, Makimura, you really done it now, Makimura. What a thing to say to your supporters. That's a little too much. You shouldn't have gone that far. Uh-oh. Things have taken a turn for the worst. Hmm. Did you know I was called Miki the Hands? <laughs> I love Miki the Hands. just cut out of her head on a blank page. Did oh, you man. know I was called Miki the Hands? Devilman has some amazing comedic timing based on uh-huh. its panels. If you didn't know, I'll teach you. Slap. Ah, slap. Goes to goes for a third slap. <laughs> you bitch. Who do you think we are? Ah, Akira. Oh, uh, what should I do? Uh, um, well, you guys, actually, you know, there's a reason why I go home with Miki. I'm actually staying in her house. Her family is taking care of me. <laughs> That's making me even more jealous, living with such a beauty. Don't you don't have all the fun by yourself, eh? Let us get on let us get in on some of the action. Akira, what are you doing? Stop telling our life story and help me out! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend's in trouble. Let me drop some backstory. <laughs> that ah uh, shit. Here we go. Here's the boy. Hey, Fudo. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I told myself I wasn't going to make fun of the it's art because so it's, it's old. So but good. like, oh my god, look at this long boy. He's so He's long. He's so long. <laughs> also, whenever it says Asuka or Fudo, I'm just, I'm just going to read it as uh, Rio or Akira just because it, it sounds better. I don't, Wait, I don't like... was his name not originally Ryu? No, it is, but they're calling la- uh, last names. I think this might be a oh, translation. Oh, last names. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, it's my good friend Rio. <laughs> hey, Fudo, I need you to know something. Come over to my place. Actually, I'm in a bit of trouble. Look at this. <laughs> Look, everyone who's reading along, like, Devil, Devil Man has some incredible panels. That are just uh-huh. unintentionally They're... hilarious. Or yeah. intentionally. Like, this giraffe Rio here. Perfect. I can't get over how long he is. <laughs> it, like, scrolled to the bottom <laughs> of the page. his head is, like, misshapen. Like, the the big dark line on the left side of his face, like, doesn't go the way you'd expect it to go. And no, it's, like, it kind of mm, bends. <laughs> but it's so endearing. All of this is endearing. Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love it. It looks right. great. Mm-hmm. What I need is more important. Come now. Kira, wait! I can't just leave, Rio. Help me out here. Hey, are we gonna do this or not? If you're up for it, it'll be a perfect three-on-three. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting interesting. But I'm taking this bitch. You two take care of those boys. It's a little unfair. We'll just have to make the best of it. Shink, shink, knife comes out, chain comes out, Rio's coat slowly moves to the side, <laughs> revealing his gun. <laughs> what the? Pistols are hard to come by. So I remodeled this hunting rifle. You can't be serious. Boss. Huh? That can't be real. That'd be nice, but if it is real, you guys will be in a lot of shit. You must be crazy. That's right. I'm crazy. Bang. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at his face as he's shooting this gun. Like, no expression on his face. Just... It's like, ah, I guess. I guess I'll shoot my gun at these punks. Oh, man. <laughs> punks go running. Fudo, let's go. Uh, Miki, I'm going to uh, stop by his place first. Why don't you go home first? Can you take my bag as well? Rio, wait up! <laughs> this is a good page to end on. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll cut it there. We'll make a mark. Page 54 for those reading along. So next week we'll pick up at page 55 of volume one. That's a, This has been a quick read so far. <laughs> yeah, there's not there's not a lot of text in Devil Man. Not a lot of text. Yeah, um, I, like it. I like it a lot already. I really, really enjoy looking at this old fucking Disney-ass art style that manga, manga artists were still working themselves out of at the time. Yeah, I mean, like, this is definitely Gona Guy's distinct style. Like, other people definitely tried to ape it. Oh, um, yeah, but just, in general, ma early manga like this was still kind of trying to work out of their, like, Disney roots. Yeah, you know. yeah. And it's really, like, incongruous when, like, all the violence happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the vi the violence and nudity in this are insane. And you wouldn't know by looking at these weird panels of these weird cartoon characters. <laughs> yeah, as Rio puts his gun away. And the way Akira, like, hey, Miki, I know you almost got roughed up by those punks, but can you take my bag home? I'll catch you later. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Miki. And, like, full body running after his friend. Perfect. All right, that will do it for us this week. Thank you, everybody, as we uh, undergo this grand experiment. As always, you can find us on the SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Check us out on r slash Stardust Crusaders. Let us know what you think of the new format. At, talk to us at Twitter at JoJo underscore cast or email us at whatabeautifulpodcast at gmail.com. Y'all know what to do. You got this. I I have faith in you. I think you'll pull it off. Do it. It's always yeah. fun to read people what they what they think. I yeah. love, love to Hit see. Hit us it. up. Hit us yeah. up. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll see you next week. See you next time. Yeah.